Hey friends, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Yudzayin, Daf 17 of Masech the Tainus. Friends, you can tell me what Daf Yudzayin talks about. It's obviously fast, um, but also um, talks a shtickle about the, the Quranim who worked in the Beis HaMikdosh. And right, because our Mishnah had talked about that, the Quranim, well, initially the Mishnah had talked about Kohanim and the Anche Mishmar and the Anche Maimit and the Anche base of about their fasting schedules and how, like, would they fast at all? Would they fast partial days? Things like that. And then once we were talking about the Anche Mishmar, Mishmar and the Anche base of, so then we discussed as well, are they allowed to drink wine? So we're gonna, that's going to get into uh, questions about drinking wine and haircuts and all sorts of things like that. And then at the end, we talk about the Megillus Tainus again in Shtickel. So friends, another Gevala Gadaf over here of Masech the Tainus. Let's jump in. So it says the Gemara in the second line of the... Oh no, wait, one second. We almost skipped a line over here. No, we're talking on the last line of the Aftazayin Amud Beis. Says the Gemara in the Aftazayin Amud Beis, all the way to the uh, second line from the bottom of Yudah Omer, No Yitzar Chlom Zichroinus Chulei. So Buddha says that you don't say Zichronus and Shofaros, right? The Tanakhama had said that the first two brachas that, that, that of the additional six on the, those last fast days. So the Tanakhama says that the first two brachas over there of the additional brachas are Zichronus and Shofaros. Says of Buddha, no, you don't say Zichronus and Shofaros, you say other Psukim. So, Amr of Ada, Dibin Yafo, Ua, Uyaz bin Tiyafo. My time with Yehuda, What's pshat with Rabbi Yehuda the Fishenom Onim Zichonus Veshofaris Ella Boshashan of Yovlos Vishas Mil Choma? That according to Rabbi Yehuda, the only times you say Zichonus and Shofaris are, of course, on Rosh Hashanah, as well as Yom Kippur of Yovel. We learned in Masechta Rosh Hashanah that Yom Kippur of Yovel is the same as Rosh Hashanah Legabe blowing the shofar and tefillas, and therefore, um, so therefore, Zichonus and Shofaris would be. Hanim Kippur of Yovel. Mishas Muhammad apparently also at the time of war, Rashi says that he's not quite sure um, where this is uh, from. So Rashi says he's not exactly sure why necessarily we would say Zichonus and Shofaris at a time of war, but uh, that's what Rabbi Yehuda says. Continues the Gemara, and Yudzayin Amur Aleph. All right, fine. So getting into these six brachas, Tan, we learn in the Brayse Yishmachlif and Tzaykel Eliyahu Sfila the Shmuel that in the Mishnah, so two of the brachos were right Shomei Tzeaka, the Ebrister who listens to um, cries, and there's also Shomei Tfila, he who listens to prayers. So we we associated. Um, the, the, the cries with Shmuel and the prayer with Eliyahu. Now, there are those who switch it around and they taka say that Saika, that the crying out was, um, Eliyahu and the tefillah was taka Shmuel. Bishlomo, Gabi Shmuel, Ksibet Tfilo, Ksibet Saika. By Shmuel, I understand that you could swap it around because by Shmuel, it says tefillah and it also says Saika, that, 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 that Shmuel, when he's praying, he, 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 right, it's, uh, the, the reference is both prayer, tefillah, as well as crying out. It only mentions prayer, right? 
that does it only mentions prayer. It doesn't mention psyche. It doesn't remember mention crying, calling out, crying out to the Ebrister. Aneni Hashem Aneni Lashon Tzaykehu. To which the Gemara answers, well, when when it says Aneni Hashem Aneni, Hashem, please answer me that that is actually Tzaykeh crying out, and therefore, okay. So those who say, uh, okay, so there's two ways you can understand it. One is that Shmuel is about prayer and. Eliyahu is about crying out. The other one is the opposite, that Shmuel is about crying out and Eliyahu is about praying. And, uh, alright, what do you want me to tell you? Halashish Suomi Mishona is Yonah Chuleuwa. The sixth bracha is he who answered Jonah when he was inside of a whale. Halashvi Suomi Mishona is David Chule. And then the seventh bracha, the next bracha, and the final of the, of the additions is, um, the Abishter, he who uh, answered David. So affecting Gemara Michde, Yona Basar David Vishlom Mahaba. Yona, chronologically speaking, was later than David and Shlomo. My time in Makdim Leberisha. So if in fact Yona, chronologically, historically, was later than David and his son Shlomo, so then how come his bracha? It, we mention him earlier than David and Shlomo in these extra brachas. So Mishum. Because the last of the brachas is he who has mercy on the land. And it was during the time of Dovin Shlomo that the Ebishter had mercy on the land and, and brought rain. Um, okay, and we want to end with that. So therefore we, we end with Dovin and Shlomo, even though technically, um, you know, historically, Yonah would have come later. Tanam Yishum Sumchis They send the name Sumchus Baruch Mashpil Aramim. That instead of Baruch Machmel it's Baruch Mashpil Aramim who um, humbles that those who are um, very uh, lofty. Okay, he, uh, yeah, humbles those who are lofty. It lowers that which is very high. All right. Shalosh Tanios Arishonos Anshimishmer Misanim Velo Mashlimen Uwa Chule. So the Mishnah had said that the first of the right, the first three of the fast, so the Anshe Mishmar, the people in the uh, Mishmar, right? The Anshe Mishmar, of course, is the people, right? There were twenty-four Mishmaros, and each one would serve, you know, in 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 a one-week shift, and that is, and then they were broken up, uh, excuse me, into seven base avs, and each each base av would serve a different day of the week. Now. So it says, Shalosh Tanios Arishonos, Anshimishmar Misan Velo Mashlim and Chules. We said that the first three, um, fasts, the people in the Mishmar, whose week it was to serve, but not necessarily whose day it was to serve, so they would fast, but they just wouldn't complete, um, their fast. Tanarabon and the rabbis taught, Bepnema Omru, Anshimishmar Mutarin Lishtos Yain Balelos, Avalo Bayomen. How come they said that the people, whose Mishmar it is that week, although not necessarily their day within the Mishmar to serve, but it was their week to serve. So how come they said that they are allowed to um, drink wine at night? But not during the day. Because, let's say there's a lot of work for the people who are working that day, for the Beisav. So who's going to help them out? The other people from the Mishmar. And therefore, since during the day, they might need, be called, they might be called upon to help out their brethren who are in the base of that day and have a lot of work to do. So they can't be drinking wine because then they'll be drunk. And that's bad news to do the, 
avoid in the base of mitos when you're drunk. And therefore, during the day, the anche mishmar, even if it isn't their day to serve, um, nonetheless, they don't drink wine just in case they're going to be called upon to help out. And how come the people in the base of, right, the people whose day it is to serve in the temple, so that, right, so, so the mishmar, has, it's, it's their responsibility that week, and then they're broken into um, different days. So the people who are serving that specific day, so they're not allowed to drink wine um, neither during the day nor at night. Because they're always busy doing stuff. Even at night, right? If any, any limbs and things that didn't get burnt before the night time, so they could burn all night. And they have to be there making sure that everything's being taken care of. And therefore, the people whose base of it is that day, they don't drink uh, wine at all. Not during the day, not at night. So if you have a koyin, if you have a priest, and he knows which family he comes from, right? For example, Yehoyariv was one of the Mishmaros. So if a fellow knows, right, he has his family lineage, you know, completely, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, misudar, he knows exactly who his father was and who his father's father was, all the way up to, you know, one of the Mishmaros. Mishmar is base of Shiloh. And not only that, he also knows what day of the week his family would serve in that Mishmar. And he knows that, um, you know, that, right, that uh, his base of is, 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 is completely intact. I.e., you know, if the, if the base of Mikdash should be built immediately, he would know exactly when he's serving the base of Mikdash. Also, lishtos yain koloso ayom. So then he's not allowed to drink wine that day. So if he knows that every day, every year, I don't know, and the, uh, where are we now? Uh, I don't know. We're in Kislev. So, uh, okay, let's say on the 25th of Kislev, right? He knows that every year on the 25th of Kislev, he is serving in the temple. And he, right, he knows that, that, that his family comes from the Mishmar who would serve that week. And not only that, but he knows that, you know, which day of the week it is, whatever it is, he knows when the day of his service falls out. So then he doesn't, he shouldn't be drinking wine at all that entire day. Because if the Beis HaMikdash is built immediately on that day, well, then he's going to have to be ser- serving the Beis HaMikdash. And he can't be drunk. If a fellow knows which mishmeris he is in, so therefore he knows which week of the year he will, he, you know, his family would serve. He just didn't know specifically what day of that week he'd be serving. So and he knows that um, you know his family is intact, and 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 he would certainly be called upon to serve in the base of mikdash when it's rebuilt. Also, the Shtosyan Koloso Shabbos, so he's not allowed to drink, right? He's never allowed to drink wine that week. Because he knows that if the Beis HaMikdash will be built, that, in that week, he's going to be called upon to do the service in the temple. And therefore, that, you know, even nowadays, that week, this fellow would not be allowed to drink any wine. If a fellow does not know which Mishmar he comes from. And then Mimele, he doesn't know which Beisav he comes from. So therefore, you know, he doesn't know what week of the year his family would be serving. 
But he knows that his lineage is intact. He knows that when the Beis HaMikdash will be rebuilt, he is going to be called upon to do the service in the temple. He doesn't necessarily know what week or what day, but he knows that you know he will be serving in the temple. So also this Kolashono, so then he's not allowed to drink wine the entire year because he doesn't know when it, when the week is for his, that, right, that he'll be serving. Maybe it's this week. And maybe the Besamitash is going to be this week, uh, be built this week. And therefore, if you have a fellow who doesn't know which week it is for his fam, for, for him to be serving in the temple, so then he can never be drinking any wine because let's say this is his week and the Besamitash is going to be rebuilt. He's going to have to be available to, um, to serve in the temple and therefore he can't be drunk. Fashnikit. Uh, All right. Rebbe Omer says, Rebbe, <coughs> Omer Ani says, Rebbe, look, uh, technically, according to me, also the Shtos, Yayin Le'olam. Rebbe says, look, you know, I think strictly speaking, a Kohen should not, should never be allowed to drink any, 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 any wine. But, what should I do? Shetakanoso kil kalaso. But what can I do that it's already been so long that the base of Mitosh has not yet been rebuilt? Right? And therefore, we don't assume that it's going to be built immediately, which is super interesting. I mean, Rashi says, if you look at Rashi, right, the Dibra Maschal Rebbe Omer, Omer Ani Koin Osir Chule, so the very end of the, at the, at the very end of the Rashi, right, he says, David Kamashanim, it's already been many years, Shilochazu Bira, that the Besamikdash has not returned, Vikakolazo, in this sort of, Negative situation, Takanoso is what allows the Quranim to drink wine nowadays. And we don't, we're not concerned that maybe the Bezimitash is going to be rebuilt immediately. But it says, Rebbe, that look, Maker Adin really, Quranim should not be drinking wine nowadays because who knows when the Bezimitash is rebuilt, they may end up serving. Who knows, maybe the Mishmaris will be changed or maybe every, all the Quran, they'll need all the Quranim, whatever it is, they might be serving the temple and therefore, technically speaking, Quanim nowadays should not be drinking wine at all, ever, because when the basement dish is, is rebuilt, they might be needed to serve in the temple. However, however, says Rashi, that according to Rebbe, the fact of the matter is, it's already been a long time, and the basement dish has not yet been rebuilt, and because it has not yet been rebuilt, he says, we, 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 we're not, we don't uh, assume that it's just, you know, going to appear suddenly. You know, it's been this long and the Beis Hamikdash doesn't come. We, we're not, we don't assume that it's going to appear suddenly. And therefore, even though technically speaking, Quanim should not be drinking wine nowadays because if the Beis Hamikdash is immediately rebuilt, they may be called upon to serve. But the fact of the matter is that um, the, we don't have to assume that the Beis Hamikdash is going to be rebuilt um, immediately. And therefore, um, you know, like this second, and therefore the quantum nowadays do drink wine. Super, super, super interesting. Now, the Gemara is going to point out that that's Rebbe's opinion, but the Chacham argue upon him. But anyways, super interesting stuff. Amr Abaye says, Abaye, Kaman Shosua Idna Kana, Chamra Kirebi. Says Abaye, the Kohanim nowadays who drink wine, why are they allowed to drink wine? Like Rebbe, who says that Takanosu Kalaso, that the fact that the Besamikdash has not yet been rebuilt for so long, um, we don't need to assume that it's going to be rebuilt immediately, and therefore Kohanim are allowed to drink wine nowadays. The Mishnah had said that the people in the Mishmar and the people in the Maimud, so they're not allowed to 
um, uh, get a haircut or to do their laundry that entire week that they're doing their service in the temple. But on Thursday, they're allowed to get a haircut and to do laundry. Out of the honor of the Sabbath. My time, what's Pshat with this whole thing? How come the Anshim Mishmar and the Maimir are not allowed to get haircuts and do laundry? So, so that they don't come to the serve in the temple to their to do their service um, when they're like not in tip top shape, you know, when they need to get a haircut like me, right? And therefore, um, therefore, we say, look, you're not allowed to get a haircut uh, that week for Friday. Mimele, you're allowed to for for for, for Shabbos, but. But we, we say you're not allowed to get a haircut any of the other days so that if you realize that you need to get a haircut, then you'll, you'll prioritize it and you'll, you'll get a haircut before you show up at the temple. So if we say that once you show up at the temple, you can't get a haircut so that people will do it in advance. Tanur Abanan, the rabbi in preparation. Tanur Abanan, the rabbi said, Melech Mistapi Bukhol Yom. A king, Taka gets a haircut every single day. Doesn't he have things he has to be doing? I don't know. I guess not. Kohen Gadol be'erev Shabbos le'erev Shabbos. A Kohen Gadol gets a haircut every Friday. Kohen Hedjit achas l'shloshim yom. A regular uh, Kohen gets a haircut every 30 days. Melch Mustafa b'chol yom. So we said that a king gets a haircut every single day. My time. How come? Because the Pasuk says that you should see a king when he's glorious. And his beauty. And therefore, we always want him to be beautiful. So he gets a haircut every single day. Alright. But again, I don't know. Doesn't he have other things to do? What, maybe he's busy doing stuff while he's getting a haircut. Um, the, the high priest, the Kohen Gadol, gets a haircut every Friday. My time out come. I'm Rav Shmuel by Yitzchok. Since the Mishmaros are changing, right? The, the Mishmaros would change every Shabbos. And therefore, the Mishmar that's now starting on Shabbos, so they're going to be seeing the Kohen Gadol. And therefore, um, you want them to see the Kohen Gadol when he's in tip-top shape. And therefore, every Friday he gets a haircut in preparation for meeting and seeing the um, the Mishmar that's coming the next day. How do we know that a regular Kohen needs to get a haircut every 30 days? As the Pasuk says, Asir Pera Pera Minazir, because we learn it out from a Nazir. Ksiv Hacha, it says over here by the Besa Mikdash, Veroshim Loi Galeichu, that the Kohanim, sorry, it says by the Kohanim, that the Kohanim should not, um, 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 shave. Ufera Loi Yushalechu, and they also shouldn't, right, meaning they shouldn't like shave bald, they also shouldn't uh, grow out their hair long. Uksiv Hacha, and it says by a Nazir, Kadoshiye Gadel, Gadel Pera Sarosha. That it will be holy, this fellow who is um, growing out his hair. So therefore, it says para by a koyin, and it says para by um, by a um, nazir. Malaholon shloshim afkan shloshim. Just like by a nazir, we're talking about uh, thirty days, right? That the stam oath, naz- nazirite oath, is for thirty days. So therefore, also when it comes to a koyin getting a haircut. Where it also says para, so we're talking about uh, every thirty days. How do you know that a nazir? We're talking about at least thirty days. Amr of Masna, 
Stam Nazir Shloshim Yom Minolan says, Rav Masna, how do we know that a regular Nazarite oath is for 30 days? Our Merkala puzzle says, Yihye, right? That it says, Kodosh Yihye, Gadol Peres, Arosho, so Yihye, Begamachit, Slosanave, that if you do the math, Yihye, in its numerical equivalent, is um, 30. And therefore, Stam Naziris is 30 days. And therefore, if it says para by Nazir, and it says para by Koyin, so Mimela Koyin um, should get a haircut every 30 days. Omelah Papa Labai. Now, Papa says to Abai, Maybe this is what the Pasuk is saying. That maybe the Koyin shouldn't grow his hair whatsoever. Right? When it says, Rosh Loi Galechu, Ufer Loi Shalechu, that uh, they don't, that they shouldn't grow out their hair. Maybe they shouldn't grow out their hair at all. Not even thirty, right? Meaning, not that uh, after thirty days they get a haircut. Maybe, maybe they shouldn't let their hair grow whatsoever. If it would say that they shouldn't let it grow, then sure, maybe they shouldn't let it grow at all. But when it says that this long hair they shouldn't have, so so let it sort of grow long, but right after 30 days, which I guess isn't that much time, but like, let it grow out of shtickle, and then once it's grown out of shtickle, then, 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 um, then, loli um, shalechu, don't let it go further than that. So basically, every 30 days, a koyin gets a haircut. All right, all right, every 30 days. I don't know how often I get haircuts, probably not every 30 days. So affect the Gemara, if that's the case, so then this should pl- apply nowadays as well. Right? Every 30 days, Kwanim should get uh, haircuts. So the Gemara says, well, it's similar to drinking wine. Um, well, drinking wine... So when they would go to the Beis Hamikdash, so the Kohanim weren't allowed to drink wine. Outside of that, they're allowed to drink wine. So here also, right, as long as there's a Beis Hamikdash, so then we have to maintain the Kohanim not growing out their hair. However, nowadays there's no Beis Hamikdash, they're not going to the Beis Hamikdash to serve, and therefore they are allowed to grow out their hair. So just like nowadays they're allowed, the Kohanim are allowed to drink wine, they're also allowed to grow out their hair if they wish. Afachonami, fine. Viratani, but one second, one second, we have a brisa that says Rebbe Omer. That says Rebbe Omer Ani Kohanim Asurin L'Shtosiyah in the Olam. That says Rebbe. Look, really, I think that Kohanim should not be allowed to drink wine at all. But Avamaya says Shetakanosu Kalkalaso. But what should I do? That the fact that it's taken so long for the Beis Hamikdash to be rebuilt is um, means that we don't necessarily have to assume that it's going to be rebuilt immediately, and that the Kwanim are allowed to um, drink wine. Therefore, nowadays, and like who do the Kwanim drink wine nowadays? Kirebi, like Rebbe, who says that right? implying that the rabbis would say. That you talk and not let it drink wine nowadays. Aha. Uh-huh. Interesting. My time out come here you bana besamikdash. Because you know the besamikdash could, could will hopefully be rebuilt very soon. Uvin and koina rayla valeko. And we're gonna need somebody who is um you know who's going to be able to do the avoda 
And we won't have people ready to do the avodah if they're fashnikit, if they're drunk. So therefore, the rabbis will argue that Kohanim nowadays are not allowed to drink wine because if the base of Mikdash is rebuilt immediately, then we might need some Kohanim. So hacha, oh, okay, fine. But hacha, they can always just get a haircut and go, right? So meaning, right, we had asked that, well, if the Pasuk says that they shouldn't, that Kohanim shouldn't grow out their hair, so then even nowadays they shouldn't grow out their hair, right? So we said, well, we, we well, it's just like wine, just like that nowadays, uh, the wine prohibition doesn't apply anymore, so also the haircut prohibition doesn't apply anymore. To which you say, but one second, whose opinion is it who says that the wine prohibition doesn't apply anymore? That's just Rebbe. The rabbis say that the wine prohibition does apply nowadays. And therefore, Kwanim should not be allowed to drink wine nowadays. To which Sigmar said, right, and if that's the case, that they're not allowed to drink wine nowadays, then maybe also the haircut rules apply as well. Kwanim uh, should not be allowed to grow out their hair more than 30 days. To which Sigmar answers, wait. When it comes to drinking wine, I understand why Kwanim cannot drink wine nowadays. Because if the Mesa Mitash is rebuilt immediately, we're going to need Kwanim. And if they're all fishnicked, we're not going to have Kwanim. Whereas getting a hair, haircut, that's irrelevant because you can always just get a haircut quickly, right? The Mesa Mitash is going to be rebuilt. Quickly, you run to the, to the, to, uh, who's the guy over here who, who cuts my hair whenever I go, which is not that often, often, uh, Moti. So you go to Moti. And he'll give you a haircut and you go to the base of Mikdash. So therefore, that, so therefore it's not a concern. Yeah, if that's the case, Shisu Yain. Nami, after the Gani Port of Isle. But drinking wine, you can always just, um, sleep a shtickle. And then you'll be fine, right? So, I mean, technically speaking, nowadays, you should be able to drink wine if the base of Mikdash is rebuilt immediately. So the fellow, the coin, could just sleep a shtickle and then go, uh, the wine will, will wear off and you can go serve in the base of Mikdash. That if you take a walk or if you go to sleep a shtickle, so it, it, it weakens the wine. So therefore, I don't understand. I mean, we're saying that nowadays you're not allowed to drink wine. We want to say, yeah, that's because you're going to be fashnikit, you won't be able to serve in the temple. But that's not the case by haircut because you can always just get a haircut and then go to the temple. But if that's the case, then you can also just sleep a shtickle. Let the wine wear off and then you can go to the temple. So the Gemara says that's not really a good point because love me itmar Allah, wasn't it taught about it? The whole sleeping thing only works if you only drink a revius. But that's not that much. But if you drink more than a revius, if you drink more than a revius, then certainly, um, you know, sleeping and going on a walk is only going to make things worse. All right, fine. So, so, so therefore, that's why Kohanim are not allowed to drink wine nowadays, because um, if they drink too much, so then they won't be able to serve in the temple when the base of Mikdash is rebuilt. So therefore, that's why the Rabbanan would say that you're not allowed to drink, that Kohanim are not allowed to drink wine nowadays. But, in terms of haircuts, they can always just get a haircut quickly and then go serve in the temple. Ravashi, Yama says Ravashi, Shesuyayin demach le'avoda. Ravashi wants to argue, look, if you, if you, if you, if you do the avoda, if you do the service in the temple when you're drunk, fashnikit, so then the avoda doesn't work. It doesn't count. If you do, if a, if, if a Kohen does the service in the temple when he's fashnikit, so then 
the, the it, it's like nothing happens. It's irrelevant. The the the, the service doesn't work. So God's rabban, and therefore the rabbis say that even nowadays you're not allowed to drink wine because wine's a big deal. If you you know if, when the base of is is rebuilt, if you're fashnikit and you and you go and do the service, it's not going to work. So therefore, we don't want you to drink wine nowadays, according to the rabbis. However, when it comes to having a shtickle long hair, that even if you did the avoda with long hair, even though you shouldn't, it still works. So the rabbis weren't as concerned. And they said, look, you can grow out your hair nowadays, because worse comes to worse, even in the event, if you do the uh, service in the temple uh, with longer hair, it'll it'll still work. We have a kasha. These are those that you get the death by Misa B'day Shamayim. Shesuyayayim, if a fellow serves in the temple when he's fashniket, ufuay rosh, or if he serves in the temple with long hair. Vishlamu shesuyayayim behedjik sivbu, yayim v'sheikha al-teisht, and then it continues, ato v'necha v'lo samusu. The Pasuk specifically says, in Sefer Vayikra, that if you have a coin, Right, he said. Right, v'yain v'sheich Don't drink wine or intoxicating drinks, and then you won't die. Right, Kilo. If you drink uh, uh, alcohol and you do the service in the temple when you fashnik it, so you chayv misa el puri rosh minol. And how do we know that the same thing applies to somebody who does the service in the temple with long hair? Dichsiv, as the pasuk says, v'roshem lo yigalechu ufer lo yishalechu that they shouldn't completely uh, um, uh, um, um, shave their heads. They also shouldn't grow out their hair. That also the Kohanim should not be drinking any wine when they go to serve in the temple. And therefore we're comparing growing out your hair to um, drinking wine, right? To growing out your hair and doing the service in the temple or to drinking wine and doing the service in the temple. And just like drinking, you know, doing the service in the temple when you fashnik it, as the Pasuk says, below samusu, right, that make sure you stay sober lest you die. So therefore, also when it comes to growing out your hair, if you do the service in the temple with long hair, you talk a chayev misa. And therefore, just like if you, um, do, uh, if a kohen who does a service in the temple when he's fashnik it, so the service does not count. So therefore, also a fellow who does um, the service in the temple with long hair, it also does not count. So Ravashi wanted to say that the reason why your quantum are allowed to grow out their hair nowadays is because at you know at the end of the day, it's not the 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 the, the service that is done with long hair still works. However, we brought a kasha to, uh, a brisa that just says that that's not true. That just like if one does the service in the temple when uh, he's fashniket, so it doesn't count at all. So the same thing applies to long hair that it won't count. So therefore it's Akasha and Ravashi who wanted to say that service ultimately done with long hair does count. So Ravina says to Ravashi, This whole comparison between growing out your hair and drinking wine came from a Pasuk Nicheskel, right? These are Pesukmi Nicheskel that compares the drinking wine and um, growing out your hair. And that's how we know that if you, if you do the service and you grow out your hair, it doesn't work. Yechayv Misa. Ravina asked Ravasi, 
How did they know this before Yechezkel came along and wrote that in the Pasuk? What about before Yechezkel was there? Well, you know, if a fellow did the service when he had long hair, was he Chayv Misa? So Omerle, so Ravashi responds to Ravino, the time according to you, Hadam of Chizid, that which of Chizid says, Davazemitos Moshe lo lamanu. That the following we didn't learn from Moshe. We learned it from Nevim. The Pasuk says in that any fellow who was not doing good deeds, but he was being a nudnik, or he does not have a brismila, lo yavo al-Mikdashi should not come to my temple. Hamikami da'asi yicheskel manama. But before Yechezkel came, how did you know that if you're a nudnik or you don't have a brismila, you can't serve in the temple? Rather, it must be that um, it was Allah Moshe Misinai that um, you can't be a nudnik or that you know you have to have a bris in order to service and serve in the temple. When it comes to the halachas um, regarding a fellow with long hair serving the temple, Yechezkel came and merely just, you know, provided a pasuk for it, you know, provided that which was already Allah Moshe Misinai, he wrote a pasuk for it to refer to it. But at the end of the day, it's ultimately Allah Moshe Misinai, that a fellow who has long hair should not be serving in the temple. Alrighty, continuing in the Mishnah. Kolakosov Megillah's tainus to the misbed the fun of Asur Lachar of Mutter. So the Mishnah had said that anything that's written in Megillah's tainus that you don't eulogize in that day, that's like a step up, right? There's like kind of two levels of holidays listed in Megillah's tainus. Some of them you simply don't fast on them. Other, others not only do you not fast, you also don't eulogize. So any of those dates that are listed in Megillah's tainus has this higher level of of, of, a, of a yomtiv that not only do you not fast, you also don't eulogize. So the fun of Asr, also the day before you don't eulogize, the Achar of Mutter, but the day afterwards you are allowed to eulogize. Tanu Rabban, the rabbis taught, Ilen Yomaya, these are the days, that we don't fast on those days. And on some days, we talk, don't even eulogize. Until the eighth day of Nisan, there was a machlokes with the uh, tzedukim about um, when the or the baitusim, all right, about um, um, can an individual fellow offer a korban tamid, all right, or does it have to come from the congregation? And it was ultimately settled that um, it has to come from the congregation, not like the baitusim who were saying that an individual can offer a korban tamid, okay. And then from the eighth day of um, Nisan until the end of Pesach, so we don't eulogize in those days because um, Shavuos, the Machlokas regarding Shavuos was settled. The Tzedukim would say that Shavuos has to always fall out on a Sunday, whereas the rabbis uh, disagreed. And said that uh, Shavuos does not always have to fall out on a Sunday, and that was settled, and therefore we don't eulogize from the eighth day of um, Pesach, no, of Nisan until after um, until after um, Pesach. All right, fine. I feel like when we were learning Masechta Pesachim, I kept on saying like the first day of Pesach when I met Nisan. 
Omer Mai, we said earlier, Mereshiachad the Nisan, so from the from Roshchodesh Nisan, Atmanya Bein until the eighth day, Isukam Tmidah Dulo Lemispet. Okay, so the the uh, it was it was established that the Korban Tamid has to come from the congregation, and we don't fast on those days. Lomeli Mereshiachad, how come this eight day period needs to start from Roshchodesh? Lema Mitrei Benisan. Let's say from the second day of Nisan. Veroshchodesh Guf Ayom Tivu. And Roshchodesh itself is already a Yom Tiv, so mainly you're not eulogizing on Roshchodesh. So shouldn't it be enough to just mention from days 2 to 8, not from days 1 to 8? So Amurav, Lunitzuchel, Leso Yom Shalafanov. So it says Rav, well, the point of saying from the first day of Nisan, even though it's already Roshchodesh, was so that it makes it clear that even the day before Roshchodesh Nisan, uh, you would not be eulogizing either. So, but still, even the day before, right? The last day of uh, Adar, it's the day before Roshchodesh. So, they shouldn't be eulogizing anyways. So, Roshchodesh de Oraisu, the Oraisu Loboi Chizik. So, well, Roshchodesh is me, the Oraisa, therefore we don't have to artificially strengthen it. So, therefore, the day before Roshchodesh, you are allowed to eulogize. And by saying that on days 1 through 8 of Nisan, we don't eulogize because of this enactment based on um, the Korban Tamid. So, therefore, um, we wouldn't, we even wouldn't uh, eulogize the day before Rosh Chodesh. And therefore, by saying that days 1 through 8 are these special days, it means that already from the day before, you would not be um, eulogizing. All right. The Tanis will learn in the Brisa. Hayob Ma'ila Aksubim Megillus Tainis. That these days that are written in Megillus Tanis, Lifneim Ula and Asurin, the day before them and after them is Asur. Okay. Mistama, that is uh, like Rabiosi, um, who says that the day before and the day afterwards are um, Asur. Um, okay. When it comes to um, regular fast days. When it comes to Shabbos and Yom Tiv, they are also the day before and the day afterwards are Mutter. What's the difference between um, Shabbos and Yom Tiv and the other days? Very interesting. That while well, Shabbos and Oshchodesh are Midoraisa, therefore you don't have to strengthen them. And therefore only, though, only Shabbos, only Yom Tiv, right? Those are Asr, but the days before are mutter. Whereas these other days that are listed in Mikilas Tanis are Midr and therefore we have to give them extra strength. So the day before and the day afterwards would be um, not, you wouldn't be allowed to eulogize either. Friends, that was Daf Yudzain of Mesechta Tainis. We learned about um, Kohanim nowadays, right? We said that according to Rebbe, the Kohanim are allowed to drink wine nowadays. And we don't actually have to be concerned that the Besamitash is going to be rebuilt immediately, which is super interesting. The rabbis seem to argue upon that and say that, um, that, uh, Taka, you are, Kwanim are not allowed to drink wine these days. And that's because there's, they, they, they say that, look, the Besamitash might be rebuilt any second. And we're going to need Kwanim to serve in the temple. And if they're all fashnikit, then they can't serve in the temple. We also learned about the haircut schedules of different notable people, like a king who gets a haircut every day, the Kohen Golda would get a haircut every Friday, and um, the other Kohanim would get a uh, haircut every 30 days. Um, and at the end, we learned to shtickle about Megillus Tainus. Well, anyways, that was uh, the uh, 
Yudzayin of Mesechta Tanis. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, peace out.